Hey, this is Dan here from RuneSilk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Damo for show, and this is the Beard Mouth Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. with me damien reese and him dan jones all over here you're supposed to make it scary down because today on the beard mouth podcast we are talking about halloween halloween oh halloween who's we halloween we tried to keep it topical we tried to keep it fresh we tried to keep it up to date so we're going to regale some lovely stories and give you some interesting facts and just discuss everything that is Halloween. It could be a five-minute podcast. It could be a 30-minute podcast. We don't know yet, do we, Dan? Because we, we freestyle it a little bit, don't we? Not going to lie there, Damo. You could have at least put some effort in and maybe put some pumpkins or something along that top there. You could, you know, do... Guaranteed, every time within the first two minutes, Dan will say something that the listeners on Spotify don't know what we're talking about. Dan, they can't even see. The listeners can't see. So what does it matter if I put a picture of a pumpkin on? Because this, they're listening. They're listening. They're not watching. Isn't it like five the YouTubers like to see these things. They like to see a bit of creativity. But um, the but yeah, no, YouTubers, they can we... just Google. They can just Google a pumpkin right now if they want, and they can see one. There you go. Boom. Done. <laughs> Yeah, have that have that split screen pumpkin on the side. Just imagine that that's along the top row of all the images of the Beardmail logo and the Beardmail boxes and all that swag. All that swag. I'm here for the Spotify listeners. Uh, yeah. Dan, you've got you've got some interesting facts and stuff, haven't you? Well, I, I mean, I've got some facts. I don't, I don't know how genuinely interesting they are, but they're facts nonetheless. I'm going to do so. How many seeds do you think there are in a pumpkin, Damon? I'm just going to roll off with fact number one. Is the question. How many seeds do you think the average pumpkin contains? The average pumpkin. How many seeds? Hmm. Ten. Ten seeds? Not far off, actually. That was that was a random guess. Literally, I just uh, for those of you listening, I'm sorry, but I did for the YouTubers just Google um, some pumpkins just so they can get in the spirit of thing, the spirit there of things. How, give us the answer, Dan. How many seeds in a pumpkin? Yeah, no, you, you're actually you're actually not far off. It's uh, five hundred. Well, that, I was in I was in the right sort of bracket. I was thinking somewhere between sort of ten and five hundred. That was the that was the bracket I was in. Otherwise, I'd have said less than ten or more than five hundred. So literally, bracket wise, I'm about there. Yeah, so. Um, that's interesting. I've, ne- I've never smashed a mm. pumpkin, but yeah. So five hundred seeds. What does that mean? It's just a lot of seeds. I mean, it's, it is a lot of seeds. If that that means that one pumpkin has the potential to father or mother five hundred plants, that's not true, Dan. Because I have millions of sperm, and it, that's the same thing, right? No, not no. every single one of your sperms can make a million people pregnant. Well, they could if they took them all out, and then they did the old IVF stuff, but you're talking taking 500 seeds out of a pumpkin and planting them all individually, there's a potential to get 500 plants. Wow, I've got a wicked business idea coming up because I reckon by around March next year, I could have 500 pumpkins and then sell them. Do they sell very well in in March? (laughs) March? No, not necessarily. According to to, uh, 
university studies in somewhere in America that I can't see without my glasses on, um, eighty percent of all pumpkins are farmed in October. So you missed the boat. I mean, there's a twenty percent window there, so we're golden. Yeah. I mean, pumpkins they are an edible thing all year round. Um, well, I don't know if you, you can't really grow them in December unless you're in like Bahamas or something. But I don't think there's much call for pumpkins there. Might be wrong. Maybe there's your business. Go to the Bahamas, make pumpkins really popular, um, and just become a pumpkin farmer. I love it because a ratio of 500 seeds from one. I mean, that's good. That's good value for money, isn't it? What? What? I mean, tell me more. Like, let's imagine that I'm an idiot and I don't know what it. What is a pumpkin? Is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? Is it? Is it a an animal or a mineral or a vegetable what tell me about a pumpkins dan it's a gourd a what it's a gourd is that short for good lord what is that oh god god that's a big one you've got there a pumpkin i mean um it's where it falls in like the marrow family it is uh technically a fruit because it has the seeds inside but not really it's a gourd it's a it's a neither fruit nor vegetable as i understand it it's a gourd, same as a marrow or a gem squash. You know your food, don't you? Tell me, what can you do with a pumpkin, Dan? You can eat it. You can doesn't turn some, it into Doesn't it. some bits of it kill you? Isn't it like really poisonous or something? No. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the the skin of it, or this, or the seeds, or something. I'm sure there's something really dangerous about pumpkins. Maybe it's just a crazy face that they have in October. But I'm sure there's something, or maybe it was just out of date. Pumpkin was really bad for you. I'm trying to think back to my chefing days. Um, I'm going to. So, I don't know about the skin. If if anything, I'd probably say no, because I'm sure because you probably wouldn't want to eat the skin. It's the same as when you do um, a butternut squash, for example. You know, you scrape the flesh out of the skin, and I don't think people sit there numbing on the skin. It's a bit leather like, but. I know the seeds, for example, aren't poisonous because you get roasted pumpkin seeds. You can buy those in the supermarket. And that's essentially what I do with those 500 seeds. Once we've got the all the stuff out of the pumpkins around this time of year, next month, um, then we roast up the seeds and just sit there and just have them as little snacks. I'm just, I'm just going to drop this in now to scaremonger everybody and maybe get some likes and interest. Pumpkin food poisoning is rare but serious. Toxic squash syndrome pumpkins are classified Ooh. as cucurbits, a family of flowering gourd plants that also include cucumbers, melons and squash. Um, what are the symptoms of pumpkin poisoning? Food poisoning is a preventable yet common problem in the United States. Food contaminated with pathogens or microbes may produce symptoms of nausea, vomiting, <laughs> diarrhea, and abdominal pain. Pumpkin is a sprout, and sprouts have been linked to foodborne illnesses, according to the Food and Drug Administration. So that's just a quick, uh, not even a Google. So, that, that was a Microsoft Bing, and I don't think anything I just said there was true. What did you? What did? What was the first thing you called? Something syndrome. It sounded weird, like a band name. Yeah, toxic squash syndrome. Boom. I think that actually sounds like a really good heavy metal death rock band. Welcome to the Toxic, Toxic Squash, Squash Syndrome. Toxic Dude Squash Syndrome! Yeah. yeah, I reckon we could go with that. Smashing Pumpkins already sort of cornered that, that market. That? No, that's Smashing Pumpkins. That's just violence. That's just literally all about just smashing pumpkins. We are Toxic Squash Syndrome. I like it. Uh, I'll, do, I'll play the cowbell. What are you going to play? Probably your vocals. Yeah! <laughs> Toxic Squash Syndrome with Craig David.
Ding. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the fun facts on, on pumpkins and why what have pumpkins got to do with Halloween? Because there's loads more to talk about with Halloween, right? I know we've got to drag out a bit, but what there's, there's Wayne, what have pumpkins got to do with Halloween? Give me fun facts. I could just call this one pumpkins because then it's not necessarily has to stick within the Halloween thing. Uh pumpkins. So um the the pumpkin, as I understand it, was first brought about by Cinderella. I think the first on the first mass used word of pumpkin um was in the cartoon of cinderella ah. the when they first were drawn on and used as the now known jack-o-lantern type stuff they were originally done on potatoes and turnips turnips or parsnips in ireland um so the, the whole pumpkin thing, uh, I don't know where that came about in terms of becoming a jack-o'-lantern, but it started with the potato and the turnip. Um, and if I go back to my trusty sources of information, I could tell you a little bit more about that um, because it came up quite early on in the tips that I was looking for. Uh, the, the original jack-o'-lanterns were made with turnips and potatoes by the Irish. In England, they used large beets and lit them with embers to ward off evil spirits. Irish immigrants brought their customs to America, but found that pumpkins were much easier to carve. So that's where they that's why they started using pumpkins. And the word pumpkin showed up for the first time in the fairy tale Cinderella in a French explorer in 1584, first called them gros melons, which was translated into English as pompions. I saw, I saw, history, I saw the, the gross melons on Euro Trash uh, when I was about 15. <laughs> yeah. The gross melons. It wasn't until the 17th century they were first referred to as pumpkins. So gross melons and then to pompions and then to pumpkins. I love a good etymological theory around words. Um, that's a podcast episode we still need to do, actually, looking at etymology. Did you know pumpkins grow everywhere except Antarctica? Every single uh, continent on the world except Antarctica, correct? Did you know that the US produces £1.5 billion of pumpkins every year? You're on the same website I am, aren't you? You're on 15 fun pumpkin facts. <laughs> in those beachbodyondemand.com. But I think now... Just because they literally... Yeah, because they literally have gone in... I don't know if you'll see it on there, but um, they literally gone from three pumpkins are grown on every continent except Antarctica. Four, over 1.5 billion pounds of pumpkins are produced. Let me guess, let me guess, five. Five, nim, 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 nim. Morton, Illinois, calls itself the pumpkin capital of the world. No, actually, I was going to tell you that oh, pumpkins weren't always popular on Halloween. Spoiler. And and the tradition of carving pumpkins on Halloween actually started from a scary Irish folk tale about a man named Stingy Jack. I think that's Stingy. It could be Stingy, Stingy Jack, or Stingy. Stingy depends where you are in the UK, doesn't um, it? If you're in the Midlands, a Stingy Jack. People in Ireland and Scotland eventually started carving faces onto the root vegetables like turnips and beet to create jack-o'-lanterns, keep people's spirits away, which you've already said. Uh, diddly do, diddly do. Immigrants brought the traditional. Just, just, just repeat what I said, though, Damon, because we've still got about 19 minutes left of the podcast. So if you just repeat everything I've said, we've given about 20 minutes then. Okay. Have you said that you shouldn't eat jack-o'-lanterns? Um, I haven't. But is that because of the burning of the pumpkin inside and it's slowly cooking? So therefore, it's probably not good for you. No, but there's 45 different types of pumpkins, you see, and obviously the, the better ones for eating are not the ones that are good for, for warding off the evil spirits. i tell you what, I've learned, I've learned some stuff today, man. I've learned some stuff. Do you, do you traditionally have uh, a pumpkin or, or three in your gaff at, at Halloween? Three? Five? How many is in your house again? Well, I don't, 
loads. Um, no, we, we actually do. Uh, for the last, apart from the COVID, made it a bit wonky, uh, but the last few years, we actually do get out as a family. There's, um, I forget where it is that we go, but it's out towards like um, RAF Lake and Heath direction. We travel miles for pumpkins, which is bonkers. Uh, but it's a good day out because there's a farm there and you just go and you find all the cool pumpkins and you can just walk around and we put the kids in a wheelbarrow and run them up and down and find all the different stuff. So we end up getting actually taking home about eight to ten different pumpkins of all varying sizes. Um, but they have yellow ones and purple ones and light blue ones and green ones, orange ones, white ones. They have, so, we're, so all the kids like, oh, I want an orange one. Oh, I want this really cool red and green one. And so they, they keep picking one up, putting one down, filling up the wheelbarrow um but the biggest one we got was about i can't do it in my arm where's my other hand because i'm well here. let's let's imagine that the spotify listeners can't even see you dan and then describe how big it is it was massive mate massive. <laughs> uh, it was probably if you were to put put uh, if you actually were to measure it it was probably i don't know uh 10 15 20 25 about a meter in diameter for real yes yeah, really big Really and you took it home. Did you, did, you carve it, did you carve it up? Yeah, it was really hard work. It was more having to scoop everything out of it because <laughs> it was really, really heavy. It was about 15 kilos in weight, I'm sure. I think um, I think I remember seeing some photos of you in a, a pumpkin patch. Perhaps it was last year um, with the family. Year, yeah. I did get tricked mm -hmm. into to doing it last year. Uh, Tish got me. Uh, two pumpkins from Tesco's, and we scooped them out. It's disgusting. I hate it. It's, it's, it's gross. The feeling of your hands, you get it in there. It's gross. It's gross. But they did look pretty good. <laughs> um, that sounded. <laughs> that sounded like you were making love to your pumpkin, not scooping it out. Is that um, not what you're supposed to do to scoop it out? <laughs> don't know, but I might try that this year. And smashing then... pumpkins isn't that what that really means? <laughs> But I I just remember that the the pumpkins didn't last very long because they sort of went mouldy and and started to sag, and then we just put them outside, um, and they withered away, and that was that. I mean, great pumpkin stories. Well, hey, yeah, you have to get rid of if you're not going to do anything with them afterwards. You, that's the problem. Is a lot of people leave them outside, and they end up just getting all really nasty and and, and mouldy. So I yeah. can't start help thinking about smashing pumpkins now. I'm wondering if that's actually where they got their name from. Uh, Dave, what, what what are you doing, mate? Um, what? No, Dave, what are you doing? Trying to work out our band name. Yeah, I'm just smashing this pumpkin, mate. <laughs> Look, and... yeah, Dave, Dave. Ah, and that's where the name came from. Uh, that would be really lousy if that was true. Um, so I always have the intention every year to kind of go, yes, but I'm going to make pumpkin pie. I'm going to, I'm going to get real good pumpkin. I'm going to scoop out all the flesh. And it'll be good actually to know from our listeners. Do you do what do you do with your pumpkins? Do you literally just carve it and bin it? Because there's always loads of complaints. You always see a lot of controversy around this season of pumpkin growth in that the amount of food waste is huge because most people will just chuck them straight in their green bin or black bin, mm. even worse. Um, some some people suggest that you go and take them down to your you know, local nature reserve so that the local animals can actually feast on them and feed on them rather than just food waste because especially in, in a time where we're all talking about the cost of living crisis and everything's really expensive you know can we justify going and buying because i think you know when you when we go picking we probably spend i think it's about probably ends up being like 38 quid that we'll spend on pumpkin <laughs> get discarded um but the great thing is though with these is that the, the most money you'll pay for a pumpkin is eight quid 
so like that's hence why the, the big ones that are like literally wider than the like arm span that i can put on the screen on for the youtube listeners it's the same price as one that's about that big uh which is a little bit less than what i did with my arms for those that are listening on the podcast <laughs> um, <laughs> um so it'd be interesting you know a lot will there be a lot of sort of heated discussions online about wasting food and you know can we justify how much water is used to grow the pumpkins and all the pumpkin farmers are now spending all their putting all their energy into growing pumpkins that just then get discarded is that a good use of our farming resources um you know so it's oh, interesting bore, to hear bore, what people bore off then bore off then there's always <laughs> there's always going to be people that moan about everything people need pumpkins and tradition in their life they need it they need it for fun mm. time um, but do you, but I think my question was, was, you know, do the listeners out there, do you, you know, put something in the comments if you are watching on YouTube, you know, do you make stuff, you know, because I think Nick, this year I might actually attempt to make pumpkin pie. Um, if, if, you can make that, is, if you can make that, um, that curry pumpkin sauce soup that we had last year ah. in the pub, that would be phenomenal. Please make a lot of that, batch it up, sell it online. That will solve your problem with the recession. I will buy that. It's a good show. Curry pumpkin soup. I, I yeah. think we actually had um, some sort of pumpkin soup because I'll, I'll eat any soup as long as it's blended right down and it's caked in pepper and has a bit of Nando sauce in it. I'll, I'll eat any soup. Are you not a big fan of the chunky soup? Do you not like no, I, hate, I hate anything squidgy in that in my mouth that you have to chew or bite. Ugh, gross. No. Blend it all down. Smash it all down and drink it. That's what I'm all about. That's what you said last Friday. No, I said get off, Dan. That's disgusting. Give it a wash. <laughs> Blend it first. God's sake. Hey, Dan. Whatever cool, scary stuff happens on Halloween, what what do you get up to? Regale me some Halloweeny stories. Well, I, Halloween for me is always one of those those times of year where I should really embrace the um, the experience more. But I always get really begrudging because Mrs. will say to me, um, "Yeah, babe. So I've just ordered the uh, the kids' Halloween outfits, and I'm like, what's, what's wrong with what they wore last year?'" Why have we got to spend fifty pound on outfits to go and get five quid's worth of sweets? This is they're not a, a good bigger. return on my investment. They're a year bigger, Dan. So yeah, they're a year bigger. The kids are bigger each year. They have to buy them new clothes every year. They get bigger. Bin bags don't change in size. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's no. well, we do. We have themes. We tend to always theme. So I'm, I think we're doing Star Wars themes uh, dress up this year because finally managed to get the wife to start getting into star wars because she always refused to watch it because they made them watch one one film years ago in school and it gave you know she doesn't like didn't like school so now she didn't like star wars so i snuck her in with the mandalorian and then with the obi-wan and now we started episodes one two and three i'm like knew i'd get you to watch star wars so much so that i think our, our last year was harry potter um so all the kids had to have wands and outfits and glasses and hogwarts the robe's definitely going to fit them this year. Um, so I think this year we're going as Star Wars. And I'm sure she said she's making me dress up as Chewbacca. So, yeah, we go around the village. And I think Damo's been frozen. Uh-oh. We've lost the interwebs. He looks really intent, like he's listening very, very Wi-Fi. deeply into what I'm saying. The Wi-Fi. Just... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but the nice thing is, is he's really genuinely looks... Like he's listening to me ever so intently. It's almost like he's adoring my words of wisdom right now. Absolute um, disaster. The Wi-Fi just dropped of its own accord, Dan. And uh, you, you're flickering on and off. I think we're both talking at the same time. It's come back now. It's come back. Are you there? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was talking because it looked like because you were like you were like stopped in this position, like you were really intently listening to me. 
and I was just like and I was it was like pretty much like that like it's like oh he's actually really listening and it looks like he's really enjoying what I'm saying um yeah sorry so, sorry to the listeners we just got to the princess layer outfit bit which was a good bit and then it cut us off princess no I think I'm dressing as Chewbacca um so I don't you know I don't good. know it could you layer Jabba the Hutt yeah, you've made good all that. I can't watch Star Wars, mate. It's too much migraine territory for me. There's too much, too much flashing lights. It's dangerous for me. Can't watch it. Bing, 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 bing. So, no. No Star Wars for me, mate. We're talking about Halloween. So, you will get dressed up in Star Wars this year and go trick-or-treating in the hood? Yeah, we'll do a few laps of Little Paxton. And Do you know what? Actually, this year, I was actually thinking about this. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around with a bag of sweets, knock on people's doors and give them something. Give them, give them some beard mail cards. <laughs> yeah, probably just like a pairs or something. Yeah, just uh, just because uh, you know we always knock on doors with our hands out, like yeah, you know. So maybe it might be quite nice to just twist it around and be like, "Here you go, would you like a sweet?" They might not trust me because I'm definitely going to make up a batch of toffee onions. <laughs> also, I'm sure there was some cannabis laden um, sticky toffee apples around my neck of the woods one year um, oh, when I was a youth. Hey, actually, Dan, think about it. Uh, maybe you should go, go down to London where they're rich and affluent and have lots of money um, and just go around and just, you know, no, no sweets, just cash, please, and just see just see how you go. Try, well, try a different game. When we were young, when we were young, it was, you know, I even remember, trick or treat, money or sweet, you know, we used to walk away with at least 15 quid. Now, miniature Mars bars and stuff like that. Like, what am I supposed to spend that on? I have to eat it instead. Hmm. What about what about adult scary stuff, Dan? Not like that. Not like that. So so last it was last year, I think. Um, I, I, I've, I've everything's blended in with three years. But me and uh, the missus, we went to Stratford upon Avon, um, and I mm. was dressed up as uh, Jack the Ripper, and she was dressed up as like a fair a fair wench, um, but all like deftly in that. And we went on this ghost vigil tour thing. Um, where you meet up with loads of other people in fancy dress and basically just spend some of the early hours of the morning in a scary place doing scary stuff, um, all ghosty and spooky and that. And I, and I love all that sort of stuff. And this year we're looking at going to an actual place called, um, don't ask me what it's called, but it's like a scare fest sort of thing. But basically there's oh, lots cool. of different attractions there um, and you walk around stuff and they have people that are dressed up as real scary people and they just scare the shit out of you basically. But the bar there, um, there's food there. I think they've got the Circus of Horrors there. Um, I'm trying to think where it is. It's over your way actually. It's, it's a, we haven't um, I haven't sorted it all out yet, but that's where we're going to go. It's an actual scare thing. And I also know that some theme parks do this sort of thing as well. So Halloween is like a big deal. And I think yeah. as a kid, it was always about, oh, just go out, trick or treat. And then sometimes that was frowned upon as well. Like, I don't think my mum was that keen on it because it's like, like going around begging people. It was people begging, wasn't it? A lot, a lot yeah. of people would, would associate with begging and that sort of thing, yeah. So it was frowned upon. And I thought, but actually now as we're into adult life, um, there are more things to to experience. And some of that scary stuff, that's right up my street. I would like to do that. I'd like to do like an overnighter. Mm. Um, I remember one year I played a zombie in an overnight experience for people that were sleeping in a, a disused prison. Uh, I might have spoke about this before, actually, but basically I was a zombie. I went to zombie school. They teach you how to be a zombie. They put all the proper makeup on it, so you look proper scary, and you basically just scare the shit out of people all night. Um, so I love a bit of all that sort of stuff. So I, I won't be going in a pumpkin field like you. I won't be traipsing any kids around um, getting free sweets, um, but I will be going to go and do something scary. Um, 
And of course, last year, but the beard on competition was on Halloween, so that was pretty cool, really, um, yeah. because we all got together. But it wasn't, it wasn't. We didn't. There weren't many people dressed up scary, was there? Um, but I do like a good, I do like a good bit of a scare, and I do like a bit of a, a Halloween thing. Did you manage to do any research on where it comes from and what it is and why we do all this shizzle? Well, I think we covered that with the Irish and the potatoes, didn't we? Um, and I didn't, I, I didn't know. Um, but the, the the Halloween, I think as you get older, the Halloween theme parties are quite fun. I mean, we did one a few years back and the, the theme was dead famous. So you had to dress up as dead people who were previously famous. People were like gotcha. dead Freddie Mercury and Jesus and stuff like that. And um, me and Megan went as Cleopatra and I was her um, milk. Oh, shoot, what they called? No, no, it was the the dog, the, the dog Anubis. So I was, I just got an Anubis outfit and it was pretty cool. Um, and what was oh uh one there was a halloween party which was when i was at university and i literally just wrapped myself up in about 15 rolls of toilet paper and uh, spent the whole evening going up to people going who's your mummy <laughs> that was about as funny as that evening was i thought it was really funny everyone looked at me like what and i i thought it was really quite funny um so the tradition the actual traditional side of things it's quite big in america isn't it i think it's more yeah more celebrated in the states they kind of go really really for it i've seen some posts really on instagram where they they turn their whole houses in and we used yeah. to have there was a couple of people in the village who would go really really nuts um they decorate the whole garden skeletons everywhere noises lights you know that sort of thing um, and i saw i saw one recently on instagram where i think it just said have already won halloween because they've put um uh, max from stranger things suspended on wire uh, so just, if you've not watched Stranger Things, I'll stop talking now because it's, it's spoiler yeah. alert, spoiler uh -huh. alert, spoiler alert. Pause, pause, Back pause. Um, yeah. I inadvertently went to America on Halloween once, and that was when I did my um, messy Vegas trip. And um, when we got there, everybody was in fancy dress, but they don't necessarily make it scary fancy dress. It's just a fan time to go out in fancy dress. Because for me, if you, you're getting dressed up at Halloween, it should be something scary, or at least, you know, a zombie version of whatever you're going as. So, for example, if you're going to go as a cheerleader, you'd be a zombie cheerleader. That would be acceptable. Um, but mm -hmm. in, in America, when we were over there, um, they were just dressed up as anything. They were just, it was it was like a big, crazy thing. Um, I just did have a look, actually. There's there's two different origins of it, what I found, from, from actually Google, you know, um, and one of them says, Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st. Um, the tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Um, but on the other side of it, it says here that the celebration marks the day before the Western Christian Feast of All Saints and initiates the season of All Hallowed Tide which lasts three days and concludes with All Souls Day. So, controversy, Google doesn't even know the origins of Halloween, really. Different versions, different strokes, different folks. So does that make it more Halloween rather than Halloween? It could be. It could be. And something's lost in translation somewhere because that usually tends to happen with stuff like that. Can do. Can do. So, yeah, obviously, we, you know, it is a little way away. Um, when we post this up, it will be probably a week before Halloween. So I would be interested to know what other people do. What are the traditions that, you know, do you go pumpkin picking? Do you get dressed up? Are you going to anything cool and scary? Uh, do you want to meet me at the one I'm going to? I'm going to have a beer as well. Um, what's the what's the scariest thing you've ever done? Like halloween not just like, you know, 
scariest stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'll be scary. interesting to hear. Because I think it'd be nice. To, yeah, it'd be nice to hear what people do with their with their, their families, with their family people, and they do stuff with families. Do they just use it as an excuse to get dressed up and go out? If you're a single person, you know, fan, dress up places are always good to go out and meet mm -hmm. people. Um, and I think I think for a lot of people as well, in they they feel a lot more confident in costume. So for sure, it's easier to actually then talk to people and and in, and then sort of initiate conversations with people. So if you are single, looking to mingle, get yourself dressed up, nice little mask on, and go and talk to people. I traditionally each year um, like to watch the bottom, the BBC series Bottom, um, when they go trick or treating, Richie and Eddie. Um, mm. Spoiler alert: Richie is a devil and Eddie is a banana. That's a classic, absolute classic. If you haven't watched it, go and have a Google. You'll probably find it somewhere unless it's been cancelled. But yeah, bo bottom Halloween trick or treat is uh, with a cow prod. That's the way to go. And if you want to do fancy dress, that's what you should go as. A banana with fishnet tights on and a cattle prod. Can't go wrong, Dan. Yeah, if they don't give you sweets. That's it. Oh, have, you, have you actually done Listen. any tricks? We've got, we've got one minute. you done any tricks? Well, a silly string was the best I ever did as a kid. Or oh, eggs and flour sometimes. No, it's been, it's not really because my when I where I grew up, everyone was really nice. They used to give us money and sweets and sometimes an orange, which you'd launch somewhere. Um, but I still want to make the toffee onion, which is a trick within a treat. I see what you've done there, yeah. So you literally they bite into it and they go, Oh, that's horrible. Or um Marmite filled chocolates. They're either gonna love it or hate it. Yeah, exactly. I think they might be quite nice actually. <laughs> Thanks very much to my for sponsoring this episode of the uh, the Beardmouth podcast. Dan, it's almost 30 minutes, mate, so we should wrap it up and in a very scary manner, like maybe say goodbye in there. Oh, see you later. That was, pretty, that was pretty scary. Thanks for listening, guys. Let us know in the comments what's been going on, and we'll see you all soon. Bye bye for now. Oh. Thanks for listening or watching the Beard Mail podcast. We have new episodes dropping at 07.30am every Wednesday in UK time. So we thank you very much for watching. Check us out on www.beardmail.co.uk for everything that's new and happening soon. Thanks for listening, guys. We're still rolling for our extra special listeners, Dan. Do something crazy or interesting. I was just going to be like the headless person, but again, for those of you who aren't watching, you're going to have to go and watch now, aren't you? Because I'm headless. I've got no head. Look. Oh, that's uh, that's rubbish. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for staying to the end. Thanks for staying to the end of the end. It's never actually the end until it's the, actually the end, is it? So have a lovely spooky Halloween. Thanks very much for listening. Tell your mates. Let us know what you want to see on other podcasts. Um, and also, go and check out the Beard Mail box. It's out now. It's out now. The gift box, the beard box. care box, the Beard Mail box. Go and get a box. Thanks. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.